Let's talk about CRM and how it can help you grow your voiceover business. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. VOpreneur is all about helping you with the business side of the voiceover business, teaching you the things that you need to know to think like an entrepreneur, to think like a VOpreneur, and giving you the tools that you need to do that as well. Make sure that you check out the website at VOpreneur.com for all kinds of free resources, including this podcast and Free Advice Friday, as well as premium resources, including private one-on-one coaching and different marketing classes that you can take as well. Your guide through the business of voiceover is at VOpreneur.com. That's VOpreneur.com. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday Veopreneur. As a voice actor marketing yourself to new leads and building a business of prospects and clients, you need to have a system in place that helps you keep all of that straight. Your inbox and a spreadsheet will only work for so long, and eventually you're going to need to move into something like a CRM. Now, this realization was a game changer for me, and ever since I signed up for my Nimble trial way back in 2015, it's been helping me grow and manage my voiceover business. My guest today is the man responsible for Nimble. He's the CEO and founder of the award-winning social sales and marketing CRM. He's been recognized by Forbes as one of the top 10 social CEOs, top 10 social salespeople in the world, and top 100 marketing influencers. Welcome to the show, John Ferreira. Mark, it's a pleasure to be here with you. I, I really believe that we're here on this planet to grow in the brief period of time that we're here. Mm-hmm. And we do that best by helping other people grow. And I hope that our conversation leaves people with some wisdom that helps to blow a little bit of wind in their sails. Absolutely. So is this a fair statement? I was doing some research trying to to get to know a little bit of your your background pre-Nimble. And one of the things that I kept thinking was, really, you were a pioneer in digital CRM. Is that a fair statement, do you think? Absolutely. But really, more than that, when we started Goldmine, there was no Outlook. I mean, just think about that. So back it's hard to remember, days, but I do. <laughs> yeah, back when we started Goldmine in 1989, there was no program that integrated yep. email, contact, and calendar, let alone sales and market automation for an individual or a team. Outlook was a uh, Outlook Express, which was an inbox uh, email tool, but it didn't link to contacts and calendar, let alone help a team collaborate together with contacts or for an individual to manage their whole contact database, sales pipeline, et cetera. So Goldmine really pioneered uh, contact management and CRM before Outlook or Salesforce existed. And so I think it's a little broader than digital CRM, but it certainly does incorporate that. Because at that point, everybody was still working off of a Rolodex primarily, right? And so- Well, we evolved from Rolodexes to a day timer uh, or day runner. Right. Uh, Maybe the day timers were more guy oriented and day runners were more uh, gal oriented. Mm -hmm. I actually know the founder of day runner and I admire how it was built. I think that um, it might be actually a, a better system but back then it was paper based and uh, and paper doesn't scale. Yep. 
And I think that we've learned that with even with spreadsheets, right? You can only go so far before your spreadsheet just becomes completely unmanageable and you need a, a better system. So uh, for those that aren't familiar with Goldmine, give us a, a little bit of the story of, of Goldmine. I mean, I know you talked a little bit about how it was the first of its kind, but tell us a little bit about how you came into building Goldmine in the first place. You bet. So... I built Goldmine because I had my own need. I best I think the best products come from your own need because you're yeah. passionate about it and you understand the problem. And I was trying to manage uh, leads. I was working for a tech startup and they were giving me leads and I was supposed to contact those leads and convert them into deals. And a lot of it was contact management. I needed to call somebody up. I needed to try to connect with them and have a conversation. And any conversation they have with somebody where you're trying to move it along a business process, you want to log a note and have a next action for them. Because if yep. you don't have a next action for somebody, then they're really meaningless in your life. Yep. And so trying to manage that, I, I started to look at what systems are out there in order to manage uh, connection and follow-up. And I found this thing called a 6 by 9 index card methodology. And what it was, was you take a 6 by 9 index card and you put the name of the person you're connecting to, you log the note right on that card, and you put the recall date, when you're gonna follow up with them on that card, and you file it in an index card box based on the recall date. So every day you get up, you've got that set of people that you should be following up with. And I said, well, that's great, but I want more than that. I want to have a rich record on somebody that contains the entire life of the journey with that person, including the history of conversations and calendar activities, who did it, and um, and and also the pending. Yep. Uh, what's going to happen? What tasks are pending? What what calendar activities are pending? And who's going to do it? And I wanted that tool to be able to be used not just by me, but the entire team around me, because people don't work in a vacuum; they work as part of a larger team. And I couldn't find a relationship manager that worked for an individual, let alone a team. And so I said to myself, you know what? I don't ever want to say in my life shoulda, coulda, woulda. So I quit my job and I started Goldmine on $5,000, never took a dime of venture. We grew Goldmine over to over north of $100 million a year in revenue. I sold it when I was 40, retired and spent 10 years raising three babies. And I'll tell you, Mark, if you want to grow as a human being, become a present and involved uh, parent, uh, especially for us guys who aren't used to that kind of stuff. Yep. And, but I think our world's evolved a lot more. And I think today, um, guys are more accepted of being a stay-at-home parent. But back when I did it, it was unusual. Mm -hmm. And it really helped me to grow as a human being. It, it really is crazy to me when we think about, I mean, we're going through the AI revolution right now, right? Or what they're calling the start of the AI revolution and how this is going to be the biggest thing since, and name it, the biggest thing since the iPhone, the biggest thing since the internet or whatever. And so we're, we're having this opportunity to live through this time of, of exponential change and growth, you you were part of that at one point in time because it wasn't all that long ago. We didn't have home computers. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have apps. We didn't have internet. We didn't have the tools that we have today that we probably take for granted because most of us have had them long enough that we just don't remember life before them. But it's really cool to hear how you evolved that. I, I mean, I totally get the paper system and, and wanting more and wanting to be able to do more and evolving that. And, and, and I appreciate the entrepreneurial spirit, obviously of, of taking that, that problem and creating the solution basically that became goldmine. I appreciate that, Mark. And, and one other thing I do want to note that was part of that goldmine journey is 
I personally wrote the first script that captured a lead from a website. And this was big because websites yep. were dial-up back in the day. Yep. We used modems. It wasn't a DSL or a fiber connection. But people were starting to put themselves online and wanted to capture leads from their websites, inquiries, and do something with them. And so not only did we build this web lead capture system, but we built a nurture marketing system along with it. I trademarked automated processes, I think 35 years ago. What it was, was if this and that for people and companies, yep. automated processes. So if you put somebody in Goldmine and they look like this, Goldmine would do that. And so you could say, if the contact record is you know, CEO in New York or whatever you wanna say, then do this. Day one, it might send them an email. Day seven, uh, a fax. I just dated myself. And then day 14, it schedules a call. And then if a sale happens, it stops that nurture track for pre-sales and it starts them on a post-sales track. And so we actually invented not just contact management and CRM, but automated marketing as well. And we're starting to put all that back into Nimble. So I don't know if you've seen it yet or not, but in two weeks, we will launch web lead capture so essentially you can build these beautiful forms uh, for web forms to capture information. And we have 15 templates uh, that are pre-built. And then we now have automated processes or we call it now uh, automation. Yeah. We've got that in workflows. We're putting automation throughout the whole program because you know, Mark, we all know what we should do, but we're human and we don't do the things that we should do. It's true. And that's what computers are for. Yep. Computers are there to help us do all those mundane tasks that are uh, that that really the computer should do for us. And I love the automations that are built into workflows. And it's it's a part of Nimble that I had not played around with a whole lot until fairly recently. And now I'm starting to see some of the ways that it is, is definitely going to make life a little bit easier. And I, I want to get into that, but... Uh, let's go back a little bit. You, you said it was 99, I think. You retired at age 40. You you raised three kids and and what an incredible experience and, and opportunity that was to be able to do that. How do we go from that into, I should build Nimble? Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting journey. So the first year I sold Goldmine uh, and I was transitioning out, I actually got a head tumor. And, uh, and I almost died uh, from that journey, but I didn't. In the process of healing, I did some Western and Eastern medication journey stuff. And that's where I really came to a conclusion of my purpose in life. And I think we should all have a purpose in life. Yeah. And my purpose in life is simply to grow my soul in the brief period of time that I'm here. And I found that the best way for me to grow my soul is by helping other people grow theirs. And the best way to, if you wanna really grow your soul, be present with your kids because yeah. they'll reflect their, your shit back at you. And yes. if you're willing to look at your life and work on it, that's how you truly grow. But so I was a dad for 10 years. And as my kids got into school, I started to remodel my old Spanish house here in Santa Monica. And that took a couple of years or so to do. And that sort of re-trained um, my product brain because really what was the root of Goldmine was my product management brain of synthesizing needs and building and designing solutions. And as my product brain got honed because I was doing all the detail, the remodeling in this old Spanish home, I started to use social media in 2006, seven and eight. And I saw it was gonna change the way we work, play, buy and sell. I started to look for a relationship manager, manager that would enable me to capture those contacts and conversations that I was doing across those disparate places like Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn, 
and put them into a relationship manager because you make these soft connections in these different places and you wanna bring them into a central place so you can manage them, segment them, organize them, outreach to them uh, and drive a, 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 an end resulting purpose and I couldn't find it. Then I started looking at what contact management looked like in those days. And back then you had Google contacts, yeah. which is the, you know, Google G Suite, whatever. Yep. And then you had Microsoft uh, Exchange because it wasn't a Microsoft 365. And neither of them were good contact managers because to be a good contact manager, you want a contact record connected to what's pending uh, and what's been done. Email, contact and calendar, but ideally social because the social conversations are an inherent new way for us to connect and, and engage. And so a little bell went off in my head and I said, you know what, I could do this. But you know, also I looked at CRM and saw it wasn't really social either. CRMs aren't really built for relationship management. They're built for tracking and managing salespeople. Yep. Uh, they're basically designed to keep the finger on the pulse of the business and the hand around the neck of the salesperson. The reason they call it Salesforce is, is you have to force salespeople to use it. Nobody in their right mind would use a CRM if they weren't beat on to do it. And that's because you work for it and you have to go to it to use it. And I think that's why people love Goldmine was it was actually built for you as a person to manage your relationships as opposed to your manager to track you. And so we decided to really get back in the business, build Nimble and really pioneer social serum and social selling before it was really a term. When you say CRM to small business, to solopreneurs, a lot of them I've found either don't have any idea what you're talking about or their natural instinct is, you know, you mentioned Salesforce, everybody knows what, what Salesforce is, but they assume yeah. that it's something for a large scale business. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about how a CRM can benefit. I mean, in this use case, VOpreneurs, we're all solo people doing yeah. running a business by ourselves. How does CRM benefit us? Well, really, let's break it down. CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management. It's essentially a contact database. Yep. At the heart of any good CRM should be a good contact manager, but the actual reality is it's not because Outlook kind of became the contact manager for businesses and CRM became the database for salespeople. And so with Nimble, we're bringing CRM back as a relationship manager for solopreneurs and teams, the whole company. And so the way CRMs benefit solopreneurs is it's simply a contact database for you to be able to put the most important asset that you have, the, con the connections that you're building around you for you to achieve your goal. And it's not just about leads because if all you're putting in your CRM or your contact database are the people that might hire you, you're really missing the boat. Yeah because it takes a garden. It takes a sustainable garden around you of constituency for you to reach out to and really achieve your life dreams. And so you wanna connect with not just your prospects who are gonna hire you, but their influencers as well. And so I assume that when you connect uh, for, to build your community, you're probably connecting to other VO people and other uh, influencers of the people who might hire you and any one of them might recommend you to your audience and so the relationships that you're building aren't just the people that are going to buy your services, but the people are going to recommend you as well. And so think of your CRM as your golden Rolodex, your personal contact platform that's going to be able to be with you the rest of your life, that you can manage and organize all the contacts. And it should be everybody in your life that's important to you, 
maybe even including your family. I talk to voice actors all the time when I walk through CRM and using Nimble. And I say, if you've got clients that you haven't had communication with in more than, you know, 60 or 90 days, chances are you've missed some opportunities and left some money on the table because they've forgotten about you. They've used whoever was top of mind at the time. And, and I know that's been a big part of it for me is as my business grew over the years, I just don't have the memory capacity to, to remember every single person that I've worked with. I needed a system where I could keep all of that organized and make sure that I was staying top of mind. You know, in the beginning, it was a dozen people. Then it's, you know, two dozen and three dozen, and then it's a hundred and then it's 200 people. And you need something in place that's going to help you to continually maintain contact and build those relationships, like you said. And and that's been a huge part of what, what having that CRM in place has done for me that I couldn't accomplish with a spreadsheet or a simple contact app or, or working out of my inbox, for example. Yeah, well, Mae West, uh, a famous actress and entrepreneur back in the day, said out of sight is out of mind and out of mind is out of money, honey. And so what yeah. you want to do is you want to stay top of mind with your prospect as well as with their influencers. So when when they need your products and services, they not only pick up the phone to call you, but they drag their friends with them. Yeah. And what you said about being able to manage a couple hundred people in your head at one time, there's a thing called the Dunbar limit. And it was developed by this guy in England. And he basically figured out that you can only manage about 100 to 200 people in your head at one time. And if you do what you're supposed to do in today's digital social world, by building your identity in all the places where your constituency learn, uh, grow and connect, give your knowledge away on a daily basis so that people see you as a trusted advisor, thought leader, who they want to bring into their life, hire, whatever, you're going to have tens of thousands of connections and you can't manage them effectively. So you need a database, but you need a database that's smart, that will automatically build and enrich records because the biggest cause of failure of CRM is lack of use and the second is bad data. Lack of use because you got to go to it to use it. Bad data because even if you type something in, it's going to decay and you're Googling people. You know what? You should be nimbling people. So your system should automatically build records from wherever you're engaging. So imagine you're an IMDB and you're researching somebody and you find this producer or writer or director that you want to connect with. You could simply hover on their name right there in IMDb, automatically build a record, schedule a note, schedule a task, and basically put them into a process, a workflow that would enable you to begin to engage with them. And if somebody's important to you, we've got these stay in touch reminders that you're well aware of that will help you to stay uh, in touch because Nimble knows when you last communicated with somebody, it automatically updates the record on email and calendar, and then you can gently nudge them. And if you want to nudge somebody, you're not going to send them an email and say, hey, did you remember me? What you want to do is you want to walk in their social digital footprint and somehow add value to the conversation so that they see that you're part of their lives. Yeah. If you're using Nimble, but you're struggling to figure out how to take advantage of everything that the software can do, or you just haven't figured out how to set it up right to integrate with your daily workflows in your voiceover business, I've got something I want to tell you about. I offer a Nimble course at vopreneur.com that is literally a step-by-step walkthrough of exactly how I set up the software and how I use the software. And I've recently been working on a bunch of updates to it as well. This course takes out all of the guesswork. You can look for how I use Nimble at vopreneur.com. That's vopreneur.com. 
Now, back to our show. You obviously believe in the power of social media. You know, you, you mentioned you were a, an early adopter to it. You saw that it was going to be a, a huge thing going forward. So I'm curious, what is your preferred social network? And what's one of your favorite ways to use it to grow your network? Well, I'd have to say my favorite network was Twitter. <laughs> but as you know, Twitter has changed it quite has, a bit. It has changed a bit, yes. Um, and... So, Mark, I believe in what I call the, the, the five F's of connections. And we connect on the softer side of life. So we don't connect from like the business lobby side. We connect from the personal side yeah. along our commonalities, uh, family, friend, food, fun, and fellowship. Yeah. And so uh, my favorite networks are whatever networks that are working with the constituency that I'm connecting to. And for some of them, it's going to be different. Like I remember, you know, Snapchat was kind of big with my with my teenage kids and Facebook was kind of cool with some of my uh, friends who are my age. And, you know, back in the day, it was CompuServe and Prodigy and MySpace. So these networks continually evolve and change. And it doesn't matter, like, what is the cool new flavor, whether it's threads or whatever is out there. Don't really worry about it. But I really do believe that the more digital we get, the more human we need to be. And that sometimes we really need to get back to basics. And although it's important to build an identity in all the social places where your community connects in and communicates, the basics are email and calendar and a good solid contact record and a methodology of segmenting people and then organizing your workflows to go out outreach to people. I really believe that we really need to get back to the basics of marketing, uh, sales and marketing because social is rapidly evolving in some ways becoming less effective yeah. with the changes to the algorithms of Google and uh, the changes to threads becoming or Twitter becoming X. But I still do enjoy uh, using Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, now called X, LinkedIn. Uh, if I was in your business, I'd be doing IMDb. In fact, my neighbor across the street is the CEO of Amazon Prime. And I've asked him for the APIs for uh, IMDb because I would love to automatically integrate to that database for our VO community. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So CRM for smaller businesses. So we're talking outside of the, the Salesforce category. It is yeah. a growing category. I see different ones. I Voice actors talk to me about different CRMs that are out there that have been designed more for small business, small teams, the, the solopreneur. What are some of the things that you would say sets Nimble apart from some of those different options that are out there? Well, from the beginning, what makes Nimble unique is our roots in contact management, because I think that that's really where CRMs mostly fail. If you were to Google CRM, you'll see that the majority of them are sales CRMs. Yep. For salespeople to be tracked and managed by sales managers, none of your audience have a manager. They're their own manager. They don't need a tool that's designed for tracking and controlling salespeople. They're looking for a relationship manager that'll help them build the connections and relationships that'll help them achieve their dreams. And so what sets Nimble apart is that it's a relationship manager at its heart, contact manager, um, as opposed to a CRM. The second thing is, is that it automatically builds records from the places you already have contacts at. 
And so anybody listening to this today is going to have either Google or Microsoft as their email productivity system. Mm -hmm. They're probably also going to have Apple uh, if they're an iOS user. Yep. And so you've got these contacts in at least those few places, but you maybe also have something like MailChimp because you have a website. You might have QuickBooks too. And so Nimble can take all those contacts from all those places and unify them automatically into one place, enrich them with people and company data so you can have their avatar and their bio and all their, their location, all their details. And then we have the, the tools necessary for you to outreach at scale. And so most CRMs that you buy are just a CRM. And then you got to go buy sales intelligence to enrich leads like ZoomInfo or LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Then you got to buy a tool to outreach with templated trackable emails like SalesLoft or Outreach.io. Or if you bought SalesLoft, it's $500 per month to get their sales features. And you know what? This is just too complex and expensive for the majority of people out there. Yep. And so people, solopreneurs and small businesses love Nimble because it's, it's a relationship focused uh, platform, contact management. It is extremely affordable, $29 per user per month. It automatically builds in uh, the ability to build records and synchronize all the data. And it works where you work because you're not gonna wanna go to your CRM if you're reading an email to go log or schedule something that needs to happen as a follow-up to an email. Nimble lives right there inside of your Microsoft or Google email and it will build a record for somebody and then you could put them into a workflow and you could go ahead and, and schedule the task, whatever you need to do. And you know what? That's where we all fail. It's the basics of business because we're all yeah. human beings. And Mark, you know, you've done it before. Yeah. Oh gosh, I got to do this. And then something else happens and you forgot about it. Yep. And then a week later you remember it and you feel kind of bad and you might've missed out an opportunity. Yep. And um, you know, you got to strike when the iron's hot in life and uh, follow up and follow through is key to business success. I will say that for me, the, the Gmail integration and the ability to, to do a lot of the stuff that I need with Nimble right from within my inbox, that is the thing that like, that's what keeps me in the ecosystem. Like I've yeah. done some test drives of some other different CRM platforms to see what's out there, see what different features, bells and whistles, whatever that integration within my Gmail inbox, nobody else of any of the other ones that I've tried, nobody else has that. And that is hands down the thing for me. I mean, obviously there's a ton of stuff Nimble does that I love, yeah. but being able to do it right from within my inbox is removing a barrier, right? You talked about, yeah. I, right? I don't have to go into the CRM to do some of the essential stuff that I need to do. And that helps to hold me accountable to, to doing the things that I need to do. So I really believe that when you're engaging with another person and when you're reading an email, you're engaging with them mm -hmm. because they're sending you a message and you need to, you need to reply or do some follow-up, yep. you need context and insights. Context is the history of interactions that you or your team have had and what's pending. Insights is who are they and what are they about? And because of the Dunbar limit, you won't remember all these people. Yep. So if you have context and insights before you engage and you can take the next action necessary because if they send you an email, they, that person saying, Hey, Mark, can you send me the tape of that uh, food product thing that you did? Because I got a food product company that's looking for somebody to do X, Y, and Z. And you uh, you essentially can right there uh, schedule that task to go find that tape and send it to them. 
you know, you're probably going to get the deal. Yep. And so not only do we have Nimble Prospector inside of Gmail or Microsoft 365 or Outlook Mobile, but we also work anywhere you're engaging. Like I shared, if you're in LinkedIn or IMDb yep. or Facebook or Twitter, or you're in your QuickBooks or you're in any other business apps, you're in your MailChimp, you can bring up Nimble within any of those apps and build and bring up records wherever you are. And so Nimble is the first thing around that automatically builds itself. Uh, and then works with you wherever you work, because if you have to go to your CRM to use it, you may not do it. Yep, it's true. So you guys are doing an amazing job at, at keeping the software fresh. There's always something new that's, that's coming in. You're always working on new ideas, new innovations. The deals pipeline was recently overhauled. Workflows has been a big deal. Automations coming in is a big deal. I'm curious though, do you think that there are underutilized features of Nimble, things that maybe we, we need to give a second look or give a little bit more attention to that, that maybe people aren't quite aware of or aren't sure how to use them in their workflow? What would some of those features be? Well, you just said it. I think it's workflows. Yeah. If, if you think about all sales CRMs, Salesforce, Pipedrive, HubSpot, whatever, the outcome is a deal. Less than 5% of your relationships are, are sales relationships. The rest of them are relationships where you're trying to pay people forward. So you're top of mind with them. So they recommend you. Yep. And so workflows allows you to do all non-dollar related processes because repeatable people and company related business processes are the way that you scale. Yep. But we don't really do those repeatable processes because we're, we're human, right? And so Nimble enables you to define a board of a series of stages that you can define the data you want to collect on each card so you can put them through a process. And uh, there's a lot of processes that you might have. Your podcast is an example. So if you reach out to somebody to put them on your show, you might have a process to do that where you outreach to them to invite them. And then if they accept you send the materials beforehand, and then after the show, there's a follow-up thing where you send them a link to the recording for marketing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, or if you get hired for, uh, if you're outreaching somebody for a project, you might have a process for that. And so workflows replaces the spreadsheets that people are yeah. now using for any type of repeatable uh, business process. And then automations within workflows enables you to make it really simple. So if I'm sitting in, say, IMDb, and I locate somebody that I want to connect with, I could easily hover on the name, automatically build a record, put them in a workflow. Once you're in the workflow, Nimble will automatically send them a message day one. And as I move them through the process, and it'll tag them automatically. And as I move them through the process, automations helps me to keep that whole thing flowing. Yep. So I would definitely say automations is a underused area that people should focus on. But we're also working on some really cool new things. Um, we're taking automations across the entire Nimble system into deals, into contacts, and into messages. So today, if you want to send somebody a message, you can send them a templated trackable email, but we're going to build sequences into right. messages. So you could say day one, do this, day seven, do that. If this happens, stop this and do that. We're also building web lead capture into Nimble. So you could have these forms on your websites and capture those uh, these inquiries, attach them to records and do automations on those. And then we're also building the ability to do larger scale marketing messages. So today our messages can send to one templated trackable email, 
or up to 300 per day. But let's say you want to send a newsletter to 3,000 people or you want to capture leads from your website and put them on some sort of an automated drip market system. So we're putting that in as well. So Nimble will become the business operating system for your company that will track the core sales, marketing, and also soon support issues. Because with the ability to do forms and stuff, you'll be able to create uh, support forms as well. Uh, So it's basically the operating system that can run your business. That's a game-changing feature because, I mean... uh not every voice actor may be aware of some of the some of that stuff because it might go slightly beyond what they do as a solopreneur but i mean that what you're saying is i was using lead pages for my web yep. forms to collect yep. right and then that was integrated yep. with drip which i was using to do email and so i've got all of these separate systems and then i would have to tie that back into nimble and my you know get lead people into my crm or whatever and so having the ability to put all of that into one place is absolutely huge and I do need to go back and create a workflow for my podcast now, now that you've said it the way that you've just laid it out there. I'm like, actually, that's a that's a really good idea. I like the I like the way that sounds. So workflows is definitely something that I think we've we've all need to, to pay a little bit more attention to because there definitely is opportunities there to make life a little bit easier. And I think to build in some accountability, right, with, yeah. especially with the and, automations. And if you think about it, Mark, why are you connecting with somebody when you connect with them? Do you use LinkedIn? I do. Yep. Okay. So you probably invite people for connecting, don't you? Yep. All the time. Okay. If you're inviting somebody for a connection, you're doing it for a purpose. Yep. What's the outcome you're looking for? What are the steps that you want to get there? So if I connect with somebody and I have a purpose, I don't want to just connect with them and leave them in LinkedIn. I want to, I want to reach out and connect with them. And then I want to basically add them to Nimble. And with Nimble, you hit a button and automatically build record from the LinkedIn profile. And then I want to put them in a workflow so that I make sure that that connection turns into the result I'm looking for. And there's usually a series of steps with that. So maybe when you reach out to connect, maybe they don't respond immediately. Maybe there needs to be a follow-up or they do respond, but you need to then take the next step that, you know, takes that connection from that soft connection in LinkedIn to ideally some type of digital conversation like you and I are having and then to some sort of an outcome. And then you want to then turn that around and keep nurturing that person. And so I like to take my sort of LinkedIn connections and if they're they're really important to me and they're somebody I like, I take them into my Instagram or my Facebook yep. to build that softer connection. In the old days, we used to take, take people to a pub or to our home for dinner or yep. to a ball game. Today, it's kind of digital. Yep. And it's a great way to stay top of mind with people And the beauty of Nimble, it enables you to not only make those initial connections, but take them into firmer connections. And then every time you do connect, you can easily have Nimble as that little nudge on your shoulder to help you to move that relationship along. Yeah, I like that. Definitely, definitely. I'm going to be spending a little bit more time playing around with workflows and thinking about some of the ways that that can integrate into my system. So, you know, you could easily connect with our marketing team and we'll walk you through how we use workflows for podcasts, uh, et cetera. That's awesome. All right. Now I'm, I'm curious, we talked a, a little bit earlier about, you know, AI is the big thing right now that everybody's talking about. And, and, uh, you know, I, we joke that there's like, you know, drinking games for take a shot every time a, a business mentions AI in their quarterly earnings report and see if you're still sober at the end or whatever. It's what, what everybody's talking about. Is AI on the radar at all for Nimble? Any talk of any kind of AI integration or anything like that coming to the platform? 
Well, we've been using AI for over 10 years in order for us to not just develop the records that you see, because you could use Nimble anywhere as you're engaging, right. even if you hover on a string. So if I took your name, Mark Scott, and hovered on that name inside of um, inside of an article, just the string, Nimble could automatically build the record from that string in many cases. AI does that. It, it basically helps to automatically build and keep those records up yeah. to date. But more importantly, when I'm looking at somebody to determine if they're a good fit for me, whether I want to hire them, whether I want to do biz dev with them, whether I want to sell to them, you have an ideal prospect in your head, but it takes time for you to go look at the details of that record sure. to determine if they're a good fit. Yep. And so Nimble uses AI in order for to determine if somebody is a good fit and then surfaces those people uh, in your today page. Or if you're on LinkedIn uh, soon, the prospector can automatically tell you if somebody is a good fit. And then we're also going to be incorporating AI into communications because when you're communicating with somebody else, you know, I'm a math computer science major. I'm not great at writing, but you know that uh, that AI is so good at writing these days yep. that you're, you're, you're really a fool if you don't take advantage of using it to help you to communicate more effectively because those that communicate effectively will get their ideas across and make things happen. Yeah, it's so true. So one of the things that I appreciate about Nimble and we've, we've touched on this a little bit, but it's the continued evolution. It's, it's always hearing that something new is in the works. There's a new feature, a, a new add on or whatever. You've talked a little bit about web forms is there anything else that's in the pipeline that you can give us a little peek behind the curtain on? Well, we're we're taking the whole signals thing and putting it throughout the program so that you know how when you go to a store and there's a bell on the door and it gives you that little ring yep. that says somebody's at the door. Yep. You have uh, these forms that you're putting into your website and soon you're going to get notifications when somebody fills that form out and automations, either automations or you can take that next step. Because in many cases, if somebody's knocking on your door, if you actually uh, respond, the person that responds the soonest is usually going to get the best chance at the opportunity. Yep. And so we're building automations and notifications uh, into our new web forms in order for you to get those notifications on your mobile so that if somebody hits your website, fills out a form, you'll be able to get a notification and immediately respond to that person and delight them with your ability to not just respond, but then to follow up and follow through on what you need to do. So we're really investing a lot in the mobile app and in Prospector for you to be able to uh, engage intelligently to your community uh, as they're connecting with you. I know that one of the areas where voice actors struggle the most, fall short and from coaching a lot of voice actors on their marketing is with that follow-up, right? Everybody, yeah. Everybody's really good at sending the initial email, but, but then nothing really happens after that. And the more that I listen to you talk about this, the more I'm thinking any voice actor who is not taking advantage of workflows and automations to just keep that follow-up process going, right? Like, yeah. That's it right there. That is that is a moneymaker for any voice actor who ultimately integrates that into their workflow. Because if you are not doing that follow-up, the work is going to somebody else who is, and, and the opportunity is going to someone else who is. And so the fact that you've got this built-in accountability 
and automations to make it all easier, it removes so many excuses and barriers to, to building out those relationships. You know, Mark, you just reminded me about a new feature. Oh, right on. That is, uh, that was just released, but we haven't publicized it because we're still polishing it. So what we do sometimes with a feature is we'll put it out there. We just won't tell the customers about it until we've done a little bit of polishing some more. So it's called email reminders. So how many times have you sent an email to somebody expecting a reply, but then they don't reply and you forgot that you sent it? Often. <laughs> yeah. So now when you send an email, uh, at the at, when you could say, you could say set a reminder and you could say three days, because three days is about the right cycle that you'd hope to get a response back from. And then uh, the, in your messages, there's a new tab called uh, Watched Emails that will show you all the emails that you sent that have a reminder for them. And if somebody doesn't respond in three days, you can then ping them again and say, hey, Mark, I want to put this at the top of your inbox. I know how all of our inboxes are, are just crazy yep. uh, uh, these days. But this, 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 this connection request is really important because I think it's really going to benefit you because I've got this producer who's looking for somebody I think you'd be perfect for, and I'd love to get a response. Uh, let's connect and chat. And so a lot of times it takes multiple touches before somebody responds or, or connects. And so I think that's one of the problems that we as human beings have is that we forget yep. and we're not managing those outreaches and those connections. And so, so with workflows, with automations, with email reminders, it's just getting easier to manage all this stuff because Mark, our business life isn't our only life. Yep. We're all doing other things yes. and we need help with that. And that's what computers are really good at. They're really good at a lot of these little follow-up things that need to be done and that's what we're doing with Nimble. We're making Nimble the best choice for solopreneurs and small businesses to manage their critical contacts, to achieve their dreams in life. So ideally, they could spend less time working and more time doing what they love in life. What do you love to do in life besides voice acting, Mark? I'm that guy that spends 18 hours sitting in a chair with a Dr. Pepper in hand, smoking a brisket and... and I don't, I don't want to have to answer emails while I'm sitting there smoking a brisket. So I'm thinking like all these workflows and automations, it's like having a, a separate member of my team almost that just can kind of be working in the background once you get things set up. And what's your, what's your brisket uh, smoking tool choice? I, uh, I, I love to just sit there with my Oklahoma Joe and my cherry wood by a live fire all night long and just uh, enjoy the, the process of it all. So I, I have a number of barbecues. I just sold one. I had a, I sold my Kamado Joe, uh, which is basically like a green egg. Yep. It's, a, it's a ceramic uh, egg. Uh, I have a, a, a pellet grill that I don't use so much. I have a gas grill that I very rarely use. But my main tool of choice is my Weber Summit, which is a, a fancy version of a Weber that it's, a, it's, got, two, it's got basically two layers of steel. So it's, it's insulated. Nice. It's just 24 inches of grilling goodness. And I love to smoke on hardwoods. And I just smoked a brisket the other day. I got the point and I smoked uh, about uh, four and a half, five pounds of point. And I'll tell you, it was, uh, it was so delicious. It, it is a process that it, not everybody's down for the, the amount of time that it takes, but the, uh, 
Every, everybody always gives me hassles because I will post pictures on social media of, you know, getting the, the brisket ready or while it's on the smoker, but there's never any pictures of the finished product. And I'm like, that's because it doesn't last long enough for me to actually get a picture of it. I pull it off. I, I just did one a couple of weeks ago. I had like 30 family members here and it was like 10 minutes and it's gone. The, uh, 18 it, hours nothing, of work. <laughs> there's nothing like the beautiful jiggle. Oh yeah. Of a brisket. It's so true. It's just- you know, you just shake it and it's yep. got that jiggle where everything's rendered and it's just, uh, and you, you know, you nailed it, but you got to put it in a Cambro for three or four hours just to let it sort of settle. Yep. yep. Oh man. See, now you got me wanting barbecue. Yep. Well, John, this has been awesome. One last question that I would like to ask you, because I know that you are an incredibly successful entrepreneur. You've obviously built very successful businesses, had an exit from one of those businesses, what is one of the best pieces of advice that you could give to the VOpreneur that is looking to try to level up what they're doing and level up their business? Well, I found that the three P's in life are really critical to achieve life success. Mm-hmm. Figure out what your passion is, build a plan to achieve it, make it your purpose on a daily basis. And people overestimate what they could do in two years, underestimate what they could do in 10 years. Yeah. And if you simply set a goal, put your foot in front of each other every single day, you're going to get somewhere in life. It may not be exactly where you thought you're going to be, but it's going to be someplace amazing. You can't float through life. And so uh, take what you want to get done, put it on your mirror, put it on your refrigerator and say every day when you get up, what am I doing today to get there? And I guarantee you life success if you follow that formula. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so true. And particularly the part about, you know, underestimating what you can accomplish in, in 10 years. We were... We're an instant gratification society now, right? Cell phones and short tweets and Amazon one click. And, and sometimes yeah. it's harder for us to, to think out long term. But when you've got a little bit of time in front of you, you can do some incredible things. So uh, if people want to sign up for Nimble, I will put a link that nimble.com slash Mark Scott VO. I'll put that into the show notes. Um, you and I did a, a webinar that's on YouTube. So I will make sure to put a link to the YouTube channel in the show notes as well. I know you guys do a ton of really great, helpful educational content for people who are trying to figure out, you know, how to use different features and different ways that they can use the CRM. Are there any other links or helpful resources for Nimble that people should be aware of that we can mention and I can throw into the show notes as well? Well, if if your community signs up for a trial of Nimble through your link and they want to become a subscriber, let's give them 40% off their first three months. Use the code JON40 when you're putting in your credit card and we'll save you some dope. Right on. Okay, absolutely. Well, thank you very much for that. And I will make sure that that goes into the show notes as well. John, this has been fantastic. And I mean, I've learned a lot and I thought, I mean, I teach people how to use Nimble. I teach the voiceover community and now I'm taking what I've learned from this interview and I'm like, I got to go back and make some updates to some some of the content because workflows, especially, uh, you, you've you've yeah. sh- you've definitely shone a light on some of the different things that workflows can do, and I'm excited to see uh, how that continues to evolve and when Webforms comes as well, that's going to be a big deal, I think. Well, I'm looking forward to your thoughts on Webforms when we release it, Mark. Well, John, thank you so much. I appreciate your time, Mark. I super appreciate you and the entire VO community. I live in a community of, of actors here. John Favreau actually lives two houses down over this way. And uh, and I and I actually bought my home from Jack Nicholson. Wow. And, uh, and I, I really believe that the world is a better place with storytellers around us. And the work that you and your community do by helping to 
uh, scale storytelling is just incredible. And I just feel blessed and uh, honored that your community uh, has chosen Nimble as its uh, serum of choice for the VO community. So thank you for making that happen with us, Mark. Right. Well, thank you so much, John. Thank you. A CRM is one of those tools that is going to help you to next level your voiceover business. And a lot of voice actors say, I'm not ready for it yet, or it's too soon for me to start yet. I would say, if you are doing direct marketing, you are ready for a CRM. And the sooner you start with it, the better for a couple of reasons. One, it's easier to build your CRM database when you've got a limited number of leads as opposed to importing hundreds or thousands of leads. And two, the sooner that you have that organization and accountability system in place to keep up with follow-ups, not forget your clients and prospects, etc., the sooner that you are going to start converting those people into paid bookings. If you would like to test drive Nimble, remember nimble.com forward slash Mark Scott VO, that will be included in the show notes. Sign up at that link for your test drive. And then if you choose to subscribe, remember to use code John 40 to save 40% off your first three months. And that will be in the show notes too. I hope this has been an insightful and educational episode for you. And I know a CRM is going to be a game changer for your business as you work more like a VOpreneur. The Everyday VOpreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO Pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. UpperLevelHosting.com. And see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOpreneur goodness? Jump online at VOpreneur.com.